This is an out loud reading of one of our latest YouTube videos. To find us, go to youtube.com slash redditreaders or click the link in the description below. Thank you so much for listening. Hey everyone, welcome back to another post from r slash pro revenge, the subreddit where people post stories on how they got expert revenge on those who wronged them. Today's post, I got fired. Employers lawyers should have done their homework because I sure did. This happened to me about 20 years ago while in college. I am being deliberately vague because, well, reasons. The background. I got a job basically office sitting on weekends. I showed up at 8 a.m. and every hour I checked over things, handled the occasional phone call, and then left when the 4 p.m. person arrived. Most of the time I read, watched TV, or played games on my laptop. I probably worked no more 10 minutes of every hour, unless something went wrong. It went on like this for years. The pay was decent, holidays were double pay, and I even had opportunities to cover weekday shifts when others were sick. One day, while I was covering the midday shift, my boss asked me to come into his office. He told me that the evening weekday position was going to become available that night. He offered me the position, which I accepted. I was told to punch out and return at 5 p.m. that night. The reason it went down like this should be obvious. Things went okay for a while. I showed up at 4 p.m., did the normal things, and then left at 12 a.m. when my relief arrived. It was a little more work, more call volumes, etc. Then, after nine months, things started to go south. The daytime person developed a huge attitude problem and went from a nice person to a total Karen. She would complain about everything I did. For example, one time a system jammed up at a remote site and she called them. Five hours later, I saw the jam was still there, so I called that site again to see if they were still working on it or if something else was wrong, because the woman on our end, who would be the one to help them, was leaving soon. They did have a problem, and so I hooked them up. My reward for making sure the problem got solved and not having to bother an upper-level employee at home on a Friday, just after having left work? I got yelled at because Karen complained that I had apparently ignored her log entry about the issue. My defense was ignored. The boss had me highlight important things on the log to verify that I had read them. Things plotted on for a while with this new normal. I tiptoed around Karen when needed, thankful for the fact I only had to deal with her for no more than five minutes. I did the stupid highlighting thing and my log entry started getting more and more detailed, even referencing Karen's calls when I had to follow up on an issue that crossed shifts. The firing. The following summer, just after I crossed the one year mark, I went on vacation to visit some friends out of state. When I got back after about a week, my boss came down after everyone had left and had me describe how I did a certain task which involved certain updates. I explained to him how I did it and so forth. He then told me that I had not been doing it at all and that he was firing me. I had transposed the date code of the English file for the French file, which was the previous one. The newest one had already been applied anyways, so nothing was wrong. It was just a reason to get rid of me. So I left the office. My state is an at-will employment state, 
which means that I can quit at any time for any reason, and my employer can terminate me at any time for any reason. The only exceptions were state and federal laws such as race, religion, etc. I thought I was screwed, so I just started applying everywhere I could. During my job search, I happened to accidentally stumble upon a link about employment law. Out of curiosity, I read it and discovered that my employer had shot themselves in the foot. In the employee handbook, there was a job security clause. What this stated was that they would never lay us off and such if our jobs were eliminated. We would simply be retrained and sent to fill an opening elsewhere in the company. It sounds good, but it resulted in them cooking up reasons to fire people to get around it. But their fancy, high-priced lawyers had missed something. In my state's laws, the ones passed by legislator, I was screwed because of at will. What they neglected was case law, the ones determined by courts. This site cited a case from the state's Supreme Court that had ruled that a job security clause was waived at will on the employer side, turning it into a just cause relationship. This means that they had to have a real reason to fire me. The Revenge With that in hand, I sought out a lawyer. After my consultation with her, I set about collecting my evidence. My former boss did not realize that I knew more about this program than he did, seeing as I ran the same software on my own computer and laptop. I experimented. The date of the file, which they tried to use against me, is backed into the version 2. I was able to demonstrate to my lawyer that if I applied the same update over and over, which my former employer stated would change the date every day, would, in reality, display the date of the file. I show this by backdating my own copy by a year using the update archive available from the vendor. Next, I showed her how the task used to be automated. A script would snag the file and process it every day on its own. A change on the vendor site broke the script. It was an easy fix, but no one bothered to do it because the guy who had wrote it retired. The fix involved deleting three characters on one line in the script. The task was also marked as only being a weekday task. In my firing, I was told how important this update was and so forth. If it was so important, why was it not done on weekends or holidays? The vendor pushed out updates on those days too, as I showed my lawyer the ones from Christmas morning. And why had the automation not been fixed? With all that in hand, she contacted them. After presenting them with the law they broke and all the evidence I had collected, they were forced to settle with me. So in the end, their fancy high-priced lawyers did not do their homework. I did. Thank you to the wonderful librarians I have known in my life who taught me my information literacy skills. They paid dividends in this case. Edit. Obviously, the terms of the settlement are confidential and are still in effect. It was a good portion of my salary, though. I did also get unemployment during this time as well. I never found out how the reaction went down as the main corporate office that would have dealt with it was in another state, and I never had any contact with those people. I imagine a new handbook was issued before they cut my check, though, so I feel bad for those who remained. Karen's fate was sealed about a year later. 
I saw a Facebook post by a former coworker mentioning that his job with them had ended, so I asked for details. The company experienced a huge loss in revenue. As a result, Karen lost her job as the site I worked in was closed. Of about the 50 of us that worked in that office, only 10 or so were moved to another location. Thankfully, most of the ones I liked were old enough to retire. It did not take a genius to realize that my termination was simply a layoff disguised as a firing. And that's going to wrap up today's post. Let us know your thoughts on this one. We would love to hear them. If you liked the video, please leave a like or a comment. It always helps us out a lot. And if you'd like to hear more and see more posts from r slash pro revenge and other subreddits when they come out on the channel, please subscribe. As always, thank you so much for watching and for listening. Enjoying the podcast? An easy and effective way to support us is to simply subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can find us at youtube.com slash redditreaders or click the link in the description box below. It would mean so much to us. As always, thank you for listening.